if you win, will it waver? Come on, wave your hands. Let me see you do it. Come on, wave your hands.
hope you come to make a joyful noise. You ought to put your hands together for the Lord. God is good all the time. All the time. He's a way maker. Out of no way. You gotta believe in the Lord. That he'll set you free.
somebody lift your hands as you celebrate the greatness of our God. He's great, he's great, and to be praised. This is our worship song that said this, my God is awesome. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley.
this church right now, I would not be up here speaking up this I got thank you. Both of y'all love both of y'all. You know, uh, this man right here, it don't matter what time of night, day, whatever, you can give him a call. He's going to answer his phone. He's going to talk to you no matter what kind of problems or anything. Anything in the life of Brother Church going through, he's always going to be there for you no matter what. You know, I thank God for him. Just for being my pastor and everything. And I love you with all my heart. God bless.
want to know is anybody listening to God? Everybody here listening to God's call. Maybe in the morning, maybe in the new day, maybe late at night. I gotta be listening, oh Lord, for my name.
into my heart when he called me. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to ask. Come on, uh, because the bottom of it is a holy man and a holy man. Uh, he's still working early. Y'all don't think there's music ministries today. He's still working early. Uh, we get down to the, to the need of it now. Oh, right. 
as we go to prayer, because I know we want to get on home and all, but we want to hear the good word and take their hand. Heavenly Father, we come in the mighty name of Jesus. A name above all names. A name that can do all the things. Heavenly Father, you call Pastor Garfield and his lovely wife to take care of the body, Lord God, the church. Heavenly Father, uh, I, I can see nothing but good works here. Uh, Lord, I, I just thank you for attending here to Scipio. How, Lord God, he has made some improvements, Lord God. How, Lord God, that many that were running astray have come into the righteous of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. For it is a, a heavenly day. It is a day of uh, a praises, Lord, and honor, Lord God. And we thank you for this day. But we thank you for all the ministers that's in the house. And all the deacons and all the sisters and brothers and children. We thank you for everyone, Lord God. For Father God's witness to trumpet the clothes. We want to be ready for you, Father. Lord God, uh, uh, we see a blessing coming down. Uh, Lord, uh, I heard in the book of James where you said you have not because you have had not. But then I heard Jesus say, Call your labor heavy late and come to me and I'll be your rest. Look up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. For there is a blessing coming. There is a heavenly blessing coming. But the Lord is going to bless this pastor and his wife. Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless each one here. We ask you, Lord God, that you're anointed move now. Let it touch us, let it edify us, and let it glorify us, Father, that we give you praise, Lord God. Father, you deserve to be praised. You deserve your honor and your dignity. We, now at this time, Lord God, we just thank you for your loving kindness in Jesus' name. And all church said amen. Good evening, everyone. For y'all that don't know me, my name is Reverend Roger from the Three Fold Minister. I am the youth pastor of the Three Fold. Pastor, I want to thank you for allowing me to be here today. This is a special day for the folk of you, First Lady. I'll be coming reading the New Testament, Matthew 6 33. I'm going to ask you to stand as I read God's Word because I think it's, in, it's important. As we step into the present Lord. The word says, Be seek ye first in God, and all his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. And if we wanted to go a little farther, we could have done this. Verse 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about him all things. Sufficient. For the day is its own time. I thank you. May you have the pleasing and the hearing of the reading of the word.
first have to Paul's praying for the Ephesians. I got to know you. 
Hallelujah. Let's read it. Says, I got to know you in your suffering. I got to know you in the power of your resurrection. And it's time that the church and the people in the church get resurrected. Amen. Hallelujah. We play a game. We go home. We come to church and we shout for Sunday. We go home and we talk about everybody. But did you see her? Did you see how she was dressed? Did you see this? Did you see that? Let me tell you, you don't know this I gotta know this man. 
wants to have that know this man. I gotta know who he is. Yeah. I gotta know him in the fellowship of his suffering. Some God don't want to suffer. You know what? I for nothing. Well, why did God tell me? I didn't put nothing on you. You put it on yourself. Yes, you live in sin. You're gonna fail down. You're gonna suffer the consequences. You live wrong. You're gonna suffer the consequences. And what Jesus said, you choose you this day who you're gonna serve. But you can't serve me in there. Praise God. Praise God. I'm in the name of the hope. I know God. 
calling? How many of you know the hope of your calling? How many of you know what, Lord God, what Jesus has called you to be? How many of you know, Lord God, you will know him until you have an intimate relationship with him? Anybody you got to know? Come on, hallelujah. We as husbands, we wouldn't know our wife, our husband, if we didn't have an intimate relationship. If we didn't talk to them, Lord God, we didn't tell I got to know him in the power and the fellowship of his suffering. He suffered, I'm going to suffer. He went through some things, I'm going to go through some things. But what did he say? All things are working together for the good. Tell them that what? That love God and those that are called according to his purpose. What is your calling? And what purpose are you called for? Is it to look good? Is it to feel good? Come on, hallelujah. Is it for somebody to boast about you? A brag about you? Come on, what purpose are you called for? I'm going to tell them something. You ain't going to tell nobody nothing. If it's not the Holy Spirit, then it's wrong. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord God is about me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, to set it liberty to the rule, to undo the heavy burden, to let the oppressed go free. Glory to God. He has sent me to do that because he has anointed me. Somebody said, praise God. Somebody said, glory to God. Jesus had to be anointed. He had to lead the way for me and you. He had to glory to God. He had to lay down the foundation for me and you. There ain't another foundation. The Bible says that when John baptized Jesus, when he came up under waters, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Somebody said, glory to God. But it was the power of God. The Holy Spirit is your leader. He is your God. He's the one that imparts to you. He's the one that tells you what to do. He's the one that tells you what the Father said. He's the one that you know if you live, if you're real, or if you're not real. The Holy Spirit, he said, know them, not by their name, not by their title, not by who they are, but by their spirit. When you preach good, don't mean he's real. I've been in prison for years and still don't mean he's real. Because we hooked him and Jacob and go through with it too. If you hooked him and Jacob and laid up with this man and that man and this woman and that woman, you ain't real. And you separate from God. I just say your sins have separated you from God. You wonder why God don't hear us no more. Why? Because sin has separated. Oh, yeah. If I have to suffer, 
skin so dead. I want to suffer for the cause of Christ. I want to suffer to know him. I want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. Somebody say praise God. Come on, let me tell you what. 
want to show you real how good God is. I want to show you something, and I hope you get it. Amen. Mary, when Jesus, when Jesus sent the angel to her, I mean, when the Father sent the angel to her, and glory God, and he said, Hail Mary, thou art heart howling favor. You are going to have a son. Glory to God, his name is going to be Jesus. Glory to God, and he shall save his people from their sin. Somebody said glory to God. Mary was not married. You say, why did this happen? Because he knew that a lot of us was going to have babies out of wedlock and we weren't going to be married. So he covered it all. In everything he did, he covered us. Amen. Hallelujah. So he covered it all. Mary was not married, but she had favor with God. Somebody say, praise God. He said, after you know, then you're held accountable. Yeah. Glory to God. Somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. Listen, what he said, Hallelujah. 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 he gave some apostles, he gave some prophets. Apostle, it's not like, and I know a lot of people walk around and say, God said I was called to be an apostle. For you ain't even fit the shoes of a apostle. Apostle was not a limelight. They were the scum of the earth. And they was ready to kill them. They were, why? Because they told the truth. Because God, they would walk in the church and if not something was out of order, they would call it to order. And they would call it, come on, when Paul went in the Corinthian church, he said, I hear that there's a lot of mess going on between y'all. That is why, glory to God, hallelujah, the women came out behind the curtain when Paul was disciplining those men because they were doing every, un come on, every ungodly thing and Paul was disciplined. Apostle is not a limelight. Amen, hallelujah. You have to be sold out to the Lord. You have to give up everything. You have to come on, hallelujah. The anointing of an apostle can cost you everything. What you used to do, you can't get out with it no more. The life you used to live, you can't get out with it no more. Set your house in order. So I gave some of them prophets because they couldn't desire anything. He was a great prophet. He was a seer. He could tell you things he was on. What are you doing? So the Lord told you to do a certain thing. Why you did? Why you disobeyed God? Because I didn't think you were coming. Pastors, you better lead a holy life. Yes. 
There's anything in your life that you did, it did not get rid of it, that get rid of it. Because the time is growing short and shorter and shorter. And Jesus is knocking on every door, not just the pastors, but every lady and every person that's in here. He's knocking on your door. Well, I'm grown and nobody can tell me what to do. Well, let's see. What, don't you be deceived? Because everything you're sowing, you're going to reap it. Somebody said, Praise God. You're going to reap it. Well, what is my life going like this? Think about it. Think about it. You're going to reap what you sow. And he gave me some evangelists. I told you to go and preach the gospel. I didn't tell you to go lay up with no women. I didn't tell you to go look up at no young person. I didn't tell you to, I told you to keep yourself. I told you to keep yourself and preach the gospel. Paul kept himself the gospel. When he came out of sin, he could come on. His name was, I've got to preach. I've got to tell people about Jesus. If you like me, okay. If you don't like me, it's still okay. I'm going to preach the gospel. I must preach. He said, I must preach. But it is the power of God unto uh, glory to God. Unto risen glory to God. Unto resurrection. You have no filter line to try to leave somebody else to leave the plane. You gotta set your house at home. Amen. Amen. You said I need some evangelists, some pastors. And I gave some young teachers to teach the word. Teach the word. Yeah. Why did you say glory? glory? Because I know we're in the flesh and he knows the glory of God that our spirit is weak, the glory of God. And he knows that you want to sin. Men love darkness because their deeds are evil. Somebody say praise God. They want to sin. Amen. They love sin. They water in sin. Somebody say praise God. And God is saying, come out of it. And he's not just talking to men. He's talking to the women too. He's saying, come out of sin. Amen. Come out. Leave these men alone. Amen. If they don't love God, they ain't going to love you. Yeah. 
things in our life when you tell the truth. Because you gotta stand above and you gotta stand how glory that and you gotta tell people like it is. Amen. I know God loves me. Glory to God. And I know that I'm going to heaven. Now, if you ain't living right, you're not going to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. No liar, no murderer, no adulterer, no fornicator, no ascendant, no ascendant, no homosexual, no nothing else is going to make you into the kingdom of God. And Galatians, he said, I told you before, and I'm telling you, the fifth chapter of Galatians, go there. He said, I told you before, and I'm telling you again, anybody that's in this stuff will not enter into the kingdom of God. But I don't want to embarrass somebody. You better embarrass them while they're on this earth and you continue to get together. And so why are you telling the truth? God is good here. Come here, first Peter. I'm Shepherd. Wait, no, I gotta have me a new car. Had a car and drive it for six years. I'll drive it for six more. 
For God said, if I ask, he'll be given me. You try to be in right standing with the Lord. When you ask God for something, you better be in right standing. Your life better be holy. You better be seeking God on a daily basis. You better be praying. You better be in the word of God. You can't just walk up in the place of God and say, you know what, God, I need me a what? You know what? The Holy Spirit said, get out of my face. <laughs> You ain't even learned how to be holy yet. <clears throat> it's not good. Amen. It's asking yourself to patience and to patience and what God will miss. You've got to be like God. You've got to grow to be like God. It's not something you pick up. It's not something that you decide you're going to do today and tomorrow you're there. It's something you got to work on every day of your life. you got to wake up. When you get up in the morning, you got to get in the face of God. Don't, don't go nowhere without talking to the Lord. Don't go nowhere without asking the rest of God. Don't go nowhere without acknowledging the Lord. Don't go, don't do nothing until you get in God's face. I need your help. I need your guidance today. I need you today, Lord God. I won't go
when we didn't even know he, he, he was praying for us and he gave his life for us. Wherefore, holy brethren, 
Troy Tickles of the Heavenly College, consider the apostle the high priest of our faith, or the profession of our faith, who was faithful to him that appointed him, also Moses, who was faithful in all of his house. We have been set apart. We have been set apart, not for us, but for the praise and for the glory of God. Our lives should represent Jesus. Everything we do, it should represent Jesus. Everything we say should represent Jesus. Our actions should represent Jesus. Come on, our walk should represent Jesus. Our talk should represent Jesus. Come on, if you're talking something else, and your actions and glory is something else, then it's not Jesus. And you're not pleasing to God. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, listen, let's go back. He said, wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of what? Of the heavenly calling. Amen. Hallelujah. You have been called to earthly things. You've been called to heavenly things. You're the glory of God. He said, set your affection on the things which are above and not the things of this earth. Sometimes you're so caught up with the things of this earth. I gotta have this. I gotta have a new dress. I gotta have a new shoes. I gotta have this. I gotta have got 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 a three and a pair of shoes. He's gonna go come on. Come on! My grandson told me that he said, Meemaw, uh, I, I like that to have some basketball shoes. And he was looking online and he said, Meemaw, them basketball shoes is pretty high. I said, really? Still in that man's pipe, I'll be a 
somebody say praise God. You have to be so connected to God until when you're even the moment or two to step on the line, the Holy Spirit pricks you. Tommy is our place. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something else. The greatest thing you can begin to do is pray the word over your children. I mean, we we pray that God say John, God do this, God do that, God do that. We can go in the word that says, He that dwells in the secret place of the most high God, till the power of the shadow of the Almighty. I would say that Johnny, Lord God, would say of the Lord, He is His refuge. He do trust His God. I would say of the Lord that He is His Father. Glory to God. He will lead you and in the righteous place. Come on, hallelujah. We will begin to say the word of God about you, but we don't do that. We don't do that. As we turn around, we sort of want the word of God. And that's pastors, leaders, all of us. I just talked to a lady after this, this, this a few days ago. She's in, she was in the hospital up around broken area back up there somewhere. Glory to God. And so I said, okay, let's pray and let's ask the Lord, what is the word that we need to speak over you, to speak to that spirit that's trying to destroy you? Amen. Hallelujah. And God gave us the word that we gave to speak over it's being turned around the doctors. I said, you know what? I said, no weapon that's formed against you is going to prosper. And every tongue that's coming out of the doctor's mouth against you, we condemn it and we demolish it. He said, Lord God, we can condemn it and we demolish it. Why? It's the word of God. It's living. It's alive. Amen. Yeah. You need to quit crying and wring your fingers and get in the face of the devil and tell him. What did Jesus do? He said, well, you come down here and, and make calls these stones to be made bread. Jesus looked at him and said, who is written? Men can't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So he took him up on a high pedestal. He said, glory to God. And looked down at all the earth and all the glory. He said, what you jump down off of this man? God said he would get his angels so
word is stronger than any two-edged sword, except asunder. The word is the only thing that's strong enough to whoop their enemies behind it. The word is, and you gotta learn how to speak the word, how to speak the word over that situation. You gotta ask the Holy Spirit, what is the word that I need to go direction and you need to speak it and you need to speak it and you need to have some patience because the enemy is not going to let want to let go that easy. Now, not as though I, I haven't arrived. 
not as though I had already attained. Other were already perfect, but I follow after and learn that if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Listen to what he says. But this is what I do. I forget those things which are behind, learn that, and reach forward unto those things which are before me. Sometimes we can't go forward because we are keep remembering what, what happened yesterday, what somebody did yesterday. I didn't talk about you yesterday. I didn't treat you right yesterday. We remember all of that, Glory. We remember how, Glory God, maybe you had a parent that was abusive to you. I remember what my daddy did to me. I remember what my mama did to me, Glory to God. Let go of it. You can't go forward. You can't have glory to God. You can't go on to the calling of God. Amen. Which is in Christ Jesus. Holding on to the back. He said, this is what I do. I forget yesterday. And I reach forward to the things which I had. I'm not going to worry about how I was treated. I'm not going to worry about what they did to me. I'm not going to worry about none of that stuff. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to forgive them and I'm going to bless them just like Jesus would have did. Talked to a lady just the other day and she said, oh yeah, so-and-so did something and they hurt me so bad I said, let go of it. Put it behind you. Forgive them and pray for them. She said, What? I said, Let go of it. Put it behind you. Pray for them. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to what Paul said. Hallelujah. First of all, he said, I forget those things which are behind me. And I'm reaching to those things which are before me. Amen. And the 14th verse said, I press. Easy, don't you? You think cause just because you said it, it was done. No. No. He put Paul said, Paul said, I press. I beat this body. I beat this mind. I glorify. I, I put the word of God on this mind. I changed this mind. I let every thought, I brought every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Glory to God. I beat this mind because your mind can tell you things that are not of God. Yes, yes. Well, you ought to do this. You ought to go sit down and rest. Amen. He said, glory to God, I press towards the mark of the high call 